super charged here at our studios. So excited because we have with us today Tori Harper. Tori, we just welcome Thank you, you here. Tori, um, Tori is the senior leader at Times Square Apostolic Center. But um, actually, more importantly, which we love the Apostolic Center, but he is the director of the Internet of the Radiance International. Oh, I got that yeah. right. The Radiance International House of, House of, Square, House, of House of Prayer, the Square House uh, of Prayer. Come on, I'll take it. Awesome. <laughs> the House of Prayer in, in Times Square, New York City. Yes. Um, we are so excited to have uh, Tori with us. He Thanks. is just a powerful, powerfully anointed young man. Um, just in the short time that I've known him, just has exhibited amazing character and love and joy and uh, just a real, the zeal of the Lord is upon him to just move, um, move in every way the Holy Spirit leads him uh, to really impact this generation for the, for the gospel. Amen. So Tori, um, we actually spoke on the phone yesterday yes. to just kind of prep for, uh -huh. for our time here today. And uh, to tell our viewers, it, we had we had the beginnings of the great the third great awakening yes. on the phone. Yes, we yes. just <laughs> we had a hard time getting off. But um, I just want to start for our viewers that aren't familiar uh, with your story. Um, before we get into your ministry, what is your history with Jesus? How tell us about your childhood? How you encountered That's the good. Lord? Awesome. Well, I mean, I, I grew up um, in a saved Christian household. Um, I Good feel, start. <laughs> yes, I, I feel like um, Timothy, um, you know, who was raised by his grandmother and his mother, um, and and that's very much a lot of my testimony. Raised by my mother and my grandmother, two women of God. Um, grandmother uh, was an awesome prayer warrior. She was a praiser. I mean, if you ever seen the War Room, I yeah, mean, that's I what had, you said to I, me yesterday. You lived in the War Room. I lived in the War Room, <laughs> and yes. so my mother, um, she was musical. She was a a worship leader growing up, wow. um, played the piano. And so a lot of those um, traits of prayer and worship was so instilled. Foundational to yeah, you, yeah. in the midst of us. And so, I mean, I grew up uh, just in that environment, but at the age of six, um, I accepted Christ um, as my personal savior. And it was not out of a family thing. Right. It was out of something that I really wanted to do. Well, at the, the fact age that of, you remember that yeah, encounter is really important. At the age important. of six years old, I wanted to experience Jesus Christ. I Ooh, fell in yes. love with him. And I, I think I was about seven years old um, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, I was wow. in my, my living room at the time um, with my grandmother and we were just worshiping. And I mean, the Lord began to just enter in and just captivate my heart wow. even in a greater way. Um, so that was basically my upbringing. We were always in music, always uh, was in the house of God and serving and um, just loving Jesus, yeah. So when when did you really, having that foundation, did yeah. you just, did you or your family just assume, you know, sometimes if you're in that environment, there's just an assumption you're going to go into ministry or, yeah. you know, like what 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 was the uh, the distinction for yeah. you that you didn't feel necessarily maybe a marketplace call, but uh -huh. felt led that you were going to give your life to Jesus in ministry? Wow. So I, I would tell you that as long as I could remember, they had you always spoke to my mother. This young man is going to be a preacher. And I always tell the funny story. It was when we were growing up, they would prophesy over us as little kids. Oh, um, I in love the church it. That's that we great. Grew up in. And they would go around to all the young people and they would say, this one's going to be a doctor. This one's going to be a lawyer. But they would get to me and this one's <laughs> going to be a pastor. And this one's going to be a preacher for so long. I knew it. But I said, Lord, I don't know how that's ever going to happen. Wow. Because I was so shy. I wouldn't speak. Um, I was very timid. You were shy. Yes, okay. Very shy. <laughs> 
I mean, so that's gone. Yes, I, I would not speak. Um, I mean, just very, very, um, very In, shy. Introverted, yeah, maybe a very little much bit. So, yeah. Very much so. Unless I got around the right people, then right, you know they right. saw my wild, creative side come out. Right. <laughs> but um, I mean, always heard that. But it wasn't until I, I believe it around the age um, twelve. Okay. Um, I began to like really encounter the Lord even more in a deeper wow. way. And um, I, I remember at the age of 14, um, to be exact, I knew that the Lord was calling me. And I never shared it with anyone, but I was in my house. It seemed like everything happened in our home. Right, um, right. Well, I, praise God. Yes, That's amen. Awesome. That's a good thing. Um, I, I remember encountering the Lord and saying yes to him that day um, to the call of ministry on my life. I knew that he had called me for a greater purpose. Um, for That's such a time awesome. This, yeah. You know, uh, in just hearing you talk, I'm wondering, you know, for those of uh, those young people that maybe are listening to the broadcast uh -huh. or reviewing it and um, maybe trying to process that yeah. same thing, they're in youth groups and yeah. they feel that there's something different about what God's calling to yeah. them to do. How did you, well, uh, clearly you had a very foundational, you were in a, yeah. a Christian environment. Yes, I'm not going to say a bubble because I don't yes, know that. Yes, but I know that, you know, sometimes Christian culture can create yes. a bubble uh -huh. in church. Especially if you're Pentecostal sometimes. <laughs> we we yeah, couldn't do yeah. much. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. You, 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 you're hearing me now. Hallelujah. So, but how did you like process that in terms of, did you go to a public high school? Uh -huh. Did you like, what was your experience yeah. in living out your faith as a young person yeah. Yeah. in, you know, around perhaps a lot of people that weren't Pentecostal. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, growing up, everyone knew um, in our small town of Heightstown, New Jersey. Right, right. Um, everyone knew um, basically everyone. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, we're, we're just north of yeah, there. And exactly. My husband's we're, business is there. So, exactly, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone knew us. Um, I had uh, teachers that were actually like family relatives to us that we all attended the same church. So there was very little that oh, okay. I could get away with in school. Everybody oh, knew. Wow. All right, that's the young man that's... Uh, the preacher boy, that's right. the young man that's that plays the piano in church. And so everyone Everybody knew. Everybody knew you. But um, around my sophomore year of high school, the Lord began to dive me into like like fasting and praying. And I wow. really began to like um, just everything began to turn during those years of fasting and spending time with the Lord. And I mean, my high school years, it was very evident. There were moments even that my teachers would have me stay behind in class and they would tell me their life stories and um, you know, wow. ask me to pray for them. They knew whether I was trying to get away from it or not, you never can hide your light. Right, You know, right. it's gonna come out and so. So the hand of God. Yeah, was, the hand of yeah, God. Yeah, I was just curious if you had, you know what I mean? Like had to deal with some of the same, yeah. you know, high school temptations absolutely, of drugs absolutely. and alcohol. And absolutely, you're gonna experience the temptation. Uh, you're gonna experience all the things that uh, most young people uh, go through right. as you're dealing with the culture, right. but the culture doesn't get inside of you. Amen. And that's Did you thing. find yeah. having a good, a good strong community Absolutely. helped you? Absolutely. Having that um, solid background, my mother used to say a statement. She said, um, know who you are and whose you are. Wow, and that's good. So that that's really great. And so that stayed with me um, that, you know, people were watching, right. you know, and I never wanted to give... Um, uh, the Lord a bad name because of my life right, or that's right. why I was mindful. Now I was a typical young person. I was right. wild. Then there were moments I was a class clown and, you <laughs> yeah, know, just, yeah. just being, I can imagine. being the, the guy out there, you know, 
Um, and then because I always felt like, hey, I'm the shortest guy here. I got to make up for oh, it and compensate. Sure, right, right. So it was a short man's <laughs> complex there. Oh, gosh, but I mean, wonderful. God was just like so gracious to right, me, right. Um, even throughout my education. Um, and I mean, but right around my junior and senior year, I really began to dive in more and, and you know, I really understand the calling God of my life. So how more. did how did how did your evolution, let's say outside of high school then, uh -huh. how did you really um, bring us up to the time of planting? Like what kind of things were you doing yeah, okay. before you and how old are you? I, I am twenty eight years old. Twenty eight, yes. okay. Um, that was one thing I, I forgot to ask That's you. That's okay. Um, but you are you are definitely a young man beyond your years. Thank you. That is that is for sure. Um, but what what was the evolution of you actually what did you begin to do um, that led you up to the place of really going into a major urban yeah. city yeah. and planting such a powerful wow. house of prayer. It, it's, it's amazing, Kathy. Um, it's because for so long, um, I was always drawn to prayer ministry. If it mm. wasn't worship, it was always prayer. So I always yes. had like the convergence of the two. And um, again, growing up in a household, that um, we were it was always sitting around. Yeah, it, it was, was modeled, modeled around right, prayer. Right. It was modeled around worship. It was modeled around praise, modeled around dedication to the Lord and mm -hmm. dedication to the house of God. Yes. Um, you know, that was always something for me. But I, I remember even growing up, there was always this love for the inner city. There was always this love um, to see people encounter the Lord. Right. And I've always enjoyed fellowship. I've always enjoyed um, seeing people happy and seeing yes. people experience God. <laughs> That's what I love God about you is your happy together, heart. Yeah. You know, and so I didn't realize God was uh, training me um, during those years to create a culture that looks like heaven where yes. everyone's united, black, white, yes. every race, oh, young and old, yes. encountering yeah. the presence of Jesus Christ. And so I didn't know during that time God was using how um, what it was going yes, to look like, but it was in your heart. And what right. was, uh, burdens on my heart at the time um, to create a ministry. And I didn't know, here it is years later at, at 27 years old, um, when we first launched um, the House of Prayer, we had been doing years of just um, trying to plant movements of worship, trying to plant movements of prayer where people could encounter the Lord. So tell uh, tell our viewers something about um, the real, like, uh, obviously this was something you carried in your heart from yeah. a young age, but how it's expressing itself now yeah. in the you know, in the Radiance House of Prayer and some things you were doing. You were sharing with me um, an exciting thing that like just uh, one um, expression of what you're doing mm -hmm. in the city last night. Share with our viewers a little bit okay. of, um, you know, we know what the, uh, what's the word I want to say, kind of the, the reputation that uh -huh. New York has. Yeah. Although I'll tell you what, what is God is really moving in yes, that city. He is. I mean, he is. many of us have been really interceding and praying for New Praise York God. for decades Thank now. Thank you. We need it more. And yeah. I remember seeing like, you know, 25 years ago thinking, oh my gosh, it's dead in there. There's no churches. Yeah. There's like, you know, you yeah. knew it was hard ground. Yeah. But we begin to see the vision of the Lord yeah. that nothing was too difficult yeah. for him. And it's just awesome to see these young ministries coming in there now yes, on this platform of yeah. prayer that's gone yes, forth for two decades yes, and seeing the Holy Spirit poured yes, out in many of the industries in the city. I know mm -hmm. you have a real heart for the arts and entertainment. Yes, so, um, and, I, and I also, uh, I'm giving you a lot of things to it's talk okay, about. It's okay, it's okay, I love the, it. But in reading your bio, um, there's some kind of connection with the House of Prayer in Los Angeles. Yes. So just talk to us a little bit about what you're doing, the connection with LA, everything uh -huh. that's going on. Okay, great. I mean, well, uh, over the last uh, two years, it's been um, like a trek of, um, 
just diving into the prayer movement. Um, I didn't have a context for the House of Prayer growing up right. or um, context that there was actually a full movement of prayer and revival like this. I yes, mean, I thought revival yeah. was a three-day gathering right. at the church <laughs> no, or whatever. I know. I think or, so. Most people yeah, think I mean, that, I, really. I had no context right. um, then. Um, about two years ago, um, I was introduced um, to the whole House of Prayer um, movement. And um, during that- In Kansas City. Um, Kansas City, but it started with a, a ministry by the name of Philadelphia Tabernacle of David. Yeah, oh um, yes, yeah, which I'm is headed up by, yeah, I haven't Jamie been Finn. there, but I've heard of yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's where I cut my teeth at in the oh, prayer awesome. movement. And during that time, um, the Lord had begun to deal with me about having moments where people are able to encounter the Lord through extended times. And so uh, we begin to just really read books on like Smith's Wigglesworth. Right. Um, and he would share about how they would have moves of God and that they would wait on the presence of Jesus. Oh, and yeah. so I believe it was 2013, um, I launched a, a, a movement called The Waiting Room, which was simply built around waiting on the presence of Jesus, wow. an opportunity for people to come and pray and have times of intercession and worship. And we would meet on Friday nights um, at 12 midnight. Wow. You know, because that's <laughs> when you get the hungry out. That's when you get the hungry. On a Friday night, you know, yeah, when people true. could be in bed and we would go until two and three o'clock in the morning, awesome. just seeking the face of Jesus with the heartbeat of um, Acts 3 in mind, where it talks about um, repent and be converted. Then the times of refreshing would come. Yes, we were yes. just solely after um, the presence of God. And so during that time, we were uh, introduced, um, again, to the uh, Philadelphia Tabernacle of right. David. And during that time, they began to just help us hone in on intercession and governmental prayer and, and right. declarations and um, just really learning how to how flow to shift, more. How yeah, to shift, shift the spiritual atmosphere and climate yes. in our region. Yes. It, start, it has to happen in the exactly. spiritual first. Exactly. And so it was when I got around them, I really got around those that were of my tribe. I just didn't right, know it, right. you know, oh. and we carried the same DNA. And yes. so over the next um, two years of just running with them, I was at a conference that they were hosting and... Um, there was a wonderful couple that had come from Hollywood, California um, at the time. And I was still, again, leading the waiting room in New York City. Um, but we were with this young couple um, and they began to minister and share all the wonderful things that God was doing in Hollywood, California, yes. in the center of society there, yes. um, changing um, like this dark culture and seeing the light mm. of God come in. It's a and tremendous move yes. of the spirit. There. And I mean, it was an apostolic center. I mean, uh, with recording studios, with um, equipping, and right. all these wonderful components um, to the house of prayer. And I was just moved by them. They were spiritual sons and daughters of uh, Cindy Jacobs. Oh, awesome. And so she released to them a word that they would start a plant in Times Square, New York City, that would see a major move of God. Wow. And so at how, that, how far back was that? That was 2000 and... Uh, 14, I believe. Oh yeah. my goodness. 2014, yeah. that they had um, uh, come into this uh, word that she had given them. Wow, and what so, a promise, Tori. Exactly. Wow. And so what we are doing now in Times Square is really nothing that we even founded. It's 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 really- you, You're just trying to keep so, up with what we, Jesus we are, is doing. Yeah, we're, we're doing something that was a prophetic word. We're just moving in the fulfillment right. So did you spend some word. time in LA with them? I had an opportunity to spend some time with them. During that conference, uh, we, we got connected and um, I said to them, I said, you know, one day when you guys come to plan out New York City, maybe we'll connect, you know, not right, thinking right. that God would actually converge both what we were doing in Long Island, you know, as a flame or as a as a match to right. help start a fire 
for Times Square. So oh. sometimes God will use the small thing, the waiting room, to get you into the house. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, it's so true. And I, and I want to, you know, encourage other leaders and ministers in our region. You know, sometimes we love, amen. we love the numbers, yeah. you know? I mean, we, we, we love souls getting saved. We yeah. love the healing. We love, yeah. we love the energy of yes, so many people praising the yes, Lord in one place. But even, you know, in the book um, that I wrote, uh, you know, The Radical Rising Remnant, oh, we, so do, we don't need a crowd. Yeah. God just needs you. Yeah. And I know myself even that we had for a season at the Holy Spirit's leading, we had, we called it hungry man's prayer. Oh, we I would like have that. like people get up at three o'clock in the morning right. and we would pray from three That's till right. six. That's right. There's something, I, you know, and I know um, Bill Johnson uses this terminology a lot. There's something about the sacrifice. Like I, like I yeah. always, um, it's, it's not that we're earning something mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. I can't describe it spiritually, mm -hmm. but something shifts in an atmosphere. Yeah. Th there's, there's got to be, faith is an action yes, word. Faith is an action word. So it's like, I think in this season where the darkness is so great in yes, the earth, that we're seeking an extraordinary yeah. level and manifestation yes, of light, yeah. of God manifesting himself through his church. Absolutely. And so I, you know, my mantra recently has been, I don't live in the book of Numbers, I live in the book of Acts. I like it, and when, I like it, I <laughs> like I it. When I live in the book Woo, of Acts, come on. I, I operate in those ancient principles, those, yeah. those ancient uh, eternal values those those Absolutely. ancient spiritual laws yeah. that we know shift atmospheres that we know um cause the heart of god to be moved Absolutely. in such a powerful Absolutely. way um and, and because we can't deny history Absolutely. you know tori so often we try to put god in this box yeah. we always want to manage how he's going to mm. move so that we can in some way give our ourselves a sense of control of Absolutely. what's happening, Absolutely. right? Like, okay, if you do this, then God's going to do that. Right. And we see an aspect of that, but then we take it to such an extreme that we don't allow the creativity and the expression yeah. and the movement of the Holy yes, Spirit in us to do odd things. Yes. Like have a waiting room, have a wait. Who's going to come in right. a waiting room when, you know, the church down the street yeah. is, you know, got it moving and shaking and and it doesn't change the what they're doing. It doesn't change what they're yeah, doing and yeah. the importance of it. But you don't know what your small acts. Yeah. I, I often say, you know, and that was a story of our entire um, existence of ministry. Um, there are all these moments that the Lord said, I want you to do this. Always with the intention of seeing his heartbeat expressed in the earth. Mm, yes. And so, you know, it was always these moments where the Lord would say, I want you to start this. I want you to have this. And, and he would give the times of what he wanted. You know, I was, God, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know. But look at look yes. at the fruit of yeah. so, so, so tell us some of the things you're seeing happening in New York. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to go Amen. across the river. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, it's, it's amazing. Right now we are seeing, here it is, um, one year in, uh, walking the fulfillment of the word and the invitation to, to steward um, the uh, Times Square House of Prayer in Radiance. Okay. Um, um, it, it's I been love one the, year. I love the name. Yes. I mean, to the be a The radiance of his glory. Yes. Jesus is yes. the express radiance Amen. of his glory. Amen. So to release that uh, presence there, um, it's really, really awesome. Uh, we've just been seeing just an outbreak of the Lord's presence, people that are just 
hungry for God and want to encounter God, you know, no strings attached, no agenda attached, just to see what's on the heart of the now, Lord. Now, are you, um, you were telling me yesterday you partner with even some, like you did an event last night. Yes. Where, tell us about what you did last okay, night. Okay, last night. Because I uh, love the fruit of that yes, out in the street. Absolutely. We're, 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 we're partner with a group called Love New York, um, the Firebase Movement, which is, it marries the intercession and worship 24-7 mm -hmm. with evangelism because the fragrance is so good. The goodness of God yes. is so awesome that Ooh. it can't be released <laughs> in just four walls. It has to get out. And so somebody has to release the fragrance. And so we partner um, throughout the month with a movement called Love New York. And what they do is they come and they stay, spend some time in our prayer room and we're worshiping and praying and praying to the Lord of the harvest. And what happens is we send out the laborers and they're going throughout the streets of New York while we're worshiping and praying and laying the groundwork of revival and laying a foundation and a platform for awakening to come, they're out in the streets ministering wow. and giving words of knowledge and prophecy and revival. And, and, and just, you're getting salvations. You salvations said that are breaking out. Even last night, we saw people being healed and saved and, and coming into encounters with the Lord oh, Jesus Tori, right wonderful. there in New York City. That is just, that yeah. is just, that's wonderful. Yeah. What kind of, um, are, are you primarily, I noticed that, you said you have a, a like a focus for the arts and entertainment. Yes, ma'am. Or are you, are you seeing all? We're, we're seeing actually who are you all, seeing coming all, and being all engaged? levels because because we are in a, a a culture and one of the mandates on our house is to impact um, the seven cultures of society. Right, seven um, mountains. Yes, right. seven mountains is. You're a seven we, mountain yeah. man. I like Come that. Come on, yeah. I mean, <laughs> ooh, the mountains. Of, yes, and I believe that even in the name alone, Times Square, we're we're called to uh, redeem the times and. And, and, and set a time uh, of the Lord Jesus, mm. like really setting the times and seasons of God in that area. And so one of the things is we love to prophesy into um, being th those mountains of influence and right. really impact those that will impact culture. Yeah. And what, so, I what mean, kind of, when, when do you have your services? We when meet every Tuesday night okay. um, right now. Um, we're looking to go 24-7, but we're just taking it one step at a time right now. We have uh, what is known as an encountering God service. We call it Haya which is the yeah, Hebrew. Yeah, now explain that to me. I, I will saw that. explain I, I knew it had to be Hebrew, but yes, I wasn't. Yes, it is Hebrew. Um, now, see for our audience, spell it. It's C-H-A-Y-A-H. And it comes from the Hebrew word, which is uh, for revival, which means to revive. It means to bring life. It means to quicken, to preserve from death, yes. to keep from sickness. And what better thing like that to have in New York City. We need something yes. that's gonna release the life flow of God, that's gonna release the breath of God throughout the New York City area. Are, are you mostly seeing young people attend or? We see or... a good portion of young people, uh, predominantly min, uh, millennials. Right, um, oh wow. But we, it, it's a culture for all air, uh, ages. Um, we, we definitely want to reach all people groups. And so we right. have such a mixed blend. I mean, every nationality you can think of, why? It's New York City, it's a right, melting pot. Right, exactly. Vibe. And we have young and old that just come together with one purpose in mind, um, just to experience and encounter Jesus and to see his presence released in the earth. That is just, yeah. that, El Tori, that is just fabulous. Yeah. That is fabulous. So you're, and you, I also, I noticed too that you have some special events, like you, off, you often yes, have like yes, speakers in and, and have, um, and the focus is always just yeah. kind of stoking the, the fires yes, of prayer. and. Um, we have about six minutes uh, left in today's broadcast, but I, we are definitely going to have Tori because there's Thank so you. much that I want to talk to him about. Um, 
we, we, want, we want to talk about uh, the, the generational, the convergence awesome. of the generations and what you're seeing and how that's worked out in your life. Um, I also want to talk uh, about your, um, you recently published an article in Charisma yes, that I, I you know, we want to get some time in our next um, broadcast for you to talk about what, what the Holy Spirit is saying to you um, through your, you know, God's obviously raised you up. Uh, let no man despise your youth. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, in, in, in that sense, uh, what, you know, what the Holy Spirit is really speaking to you. Um, you've had some opportunity. You could see the favor of the Praise Lord. God. You know, the Lord is giving you a platform um, in your life. Is there, to be honest, is there any challenges you feel like you're facing? Like what, like, even as you're moving forward, what are the things that you really would love to see shift in the environment yeah. right now, in yeah. the city and in, in, the, in the ministries themselves? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe that one of the biggest things for me um, that I feel that I'm called to see is unity really raised up. I believe that there is a unity movement that is rising. Yes. Um, that God is uniting us from different streams. Yes, the merging um, streams. Yes, it's the I merging just believe streams. just convergence is happening. Right. Young and old, people that would have normally never came together or come together. I believe um, that that's what God is doing. And it's, it's a part of it, that Ezekiel 37 that I shared about yes. with um, Charisma, and it's also on Elijah List, uh, about God um, breathing in the valley. I believe that we are in that hour that God is uh, uh, raising up prophetic voices that will unite and cause the army of the Lord to rise up young and old. Yes. It's an hour of reformation that's happening in the midst of us. And yes, and yet you were, uh, the two of us were talking yesterday because my prior guest this mm -hmm. week, uh, Doa Montgomery from Mission Possible, we talked about the spiritual principle and power of honor. As absolutely. You know, how when, you know, just a, a broad scope of what honor is. And I think the merging streams is having this understanding that we don't, um, I was trained, um, my roots were with D Dr. Kenneth E. Hagan. Awesome. And I remember one of the things that he said all the time was that, you know, there's things in the Bible that we need to be dogmatic about. Mm. You know, we need to be dogmatic about the blood of Jesus. Amen. We need to Amen. be dogmatic about um, the path to salvation, that there is one way. There's things, you know, that we need to be dogmatic about the Absolutely. Holy Trinity. There's things that we need to be dogmatic about, but most of what divides us are things we shouldn't even be pupmatic yes, about. As yes, yes, yes. to say, you know, yes. it's those little things that we we major on and we say, oh, well, this on. is the way. And come then on. we use divisive language in the pulpit. We all of a sudden, we start saying, you can't say this word, you can't say that word. And it's divisive yeah. as opposed to just, just get up and just yeah. preach, preach, just preach yeah. the truth, preach yeah. what God's put on From your the heart. heart of God only, and not, yeah. every, you know, every, a lot of things are revelatory. There's things that, that people do or flow in that are unique to their calling. Yeah. It doesn't mean everybody has to flow Absolutely. in it because they have a revelation. Yeah. And I'm not, I think part of the problem is sometimes things in the body of Christ become fad-like because we all start mimicking each other without Absolutely. a revelation. Absolutely. Like people use the word revival now yeah. to the point where they really do not understand yeah. what revival is. Exactly, exactly. You know, and even, and this may shock you as a young person, but if you study the Welsh revival, the, the, the old, and I will come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the old timers that had lived up until the 80s and their 90s that, that they interviewed, they would tell you 
that those that lived at 16, 17, 18 years old, lived through the Welsh Revival, said they would not even use the term revivalist. Come on. They would not even use the term because that to them communicated that you, that, that the man of God had something to do with it happening. Absolutely. Because in its pure definition, yeah. revival is an, it's an invasion and, and whether it's an invasion of heaven yeah. into the earth realm in a very, very demonstrative yes. way in the purpose yeah. of God to counteract the forces of darkness to, in, you know, is one of those prophesied fresh yeah. outpourings yeah. from the time Jesus, yeah. you know, poured out his spirit till he comes back. We are promised times of refreshing. Yeah. Now you can sit there and argue about uh -huh. what words you want to Come use. On. You want to call it revival, renewal, uh -huh. you know, leftover, restoration, yes, whatever you want to call it. But I'm not going to miss That's any right. refreshing, That's right. any movement of the yeah. spirit of God in my territory yeah. and in my life that's yeah. going to bring fruit, refreshing. Yes, it's the zeal of the Lord yes, that consumes us Hallelujah. and advances his kingdom. Come on, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is the one that mantles a generation. Yes. And for those, those people that lived through the Welsh revival, all the, even the praying mm -hmm. and how God used Evan Roberts and all those young people yeah. at Mariah Chapel, it was the Holy Spirit moving them. So your, your act of faith, Tori, to open a house of prayer and maybe not 3,000 people there yeah. are there yet, but it, it doesn't, it's you've obeyed the yeah, Lord. Yeah. And that will, that, that's the spark yes, because it's in the atmosphere yes, now. I believe it's in the atmosphere and God is raising up matchsticks oh, of every that. persuasion, every ethnicity, yes. every culture, every men and women, black and white, Absolutely. you know, to be the matchsticks to light that Absolutely. fire. Amen. Absolutely. So let's, um, why don't, Tori, why don't you look into the camera and just out of your, out of your heart, just pray for our audience and then we will get ready for part two because we will never fit everything we have to say in okay. today. So Dear go ahead, Jesus, we love you. We thank you. Yes, we praise Lord. you. I thank you praise for you, this uh, viewing audience today. And Father, I pray even now that your presence would consume them right where they are. That the yes, glorious Lord. presence of Jesus Christ, his love, his power, his passion would fuel you and fill you right where you are in your home, at your workplace, right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare the glory of the Lord right where you are in Jesus' powerful name. Father, I thank you thank for you, miracle Lord. signs and wonders in the life of my dear friend that is watching this broadcast today. We love you in Jesus' yes, name. Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Tori. And um, I, you do have a website before we uh, sign we off? We do not have a website, but you are we more than welcome <laughs> to go on our Facebook, okay. Radiance International House of Prayer Times Square. That's Radiance International Times Square House See, of Prayer. Or you can look me up on Facebook, Tori Marcel Harper. Are you on Instagram as well? I am not on Instagram uh, yet, though. No. A millennial who's oh, not on Instagram. <laughs> you need deliverance. Lord Jesus, Sozo. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on Beautiful Life. And, Praise God. Uh, Please, we want to spread the word. One, my heart, the heartbeat of uh, my program is to just highlight and promote these amazing ministries in our territory here in the Northeast and even, you know, our, uh, throughout our nation. But if you're listening to this broadcast today, we're, we're going to be doing it Facebook Live um, this next week. Just share it with others. Just share it on your page so that people can hear Tori's story. Also, you can visit us at kathybixel.com. Find out about our events, our meetings, and um, also uh, you can find ways to uh, visit 
or uh, uh, get and, or obtain our other pr uh, programs that we have archived on Beautiful Life. We love you, and please make sure you tune in again for part two of our interview with Tori. God bless you. Throughout time, God has always reserved for himself a remnant, a people fully sold out to his message and willing to pay the price of radical discipleship. While the church and the world lie in crises, a message is sounding once again throughout the corridors of time that God can alter the course of history through a radical few. Consider Moses, the Apostle Paul, Daniel, Noah, Abraham and Peter, just to name a few sold-out radicals to God's calling. Don't settle for the confines of the ordinary when the Father has set His love on you to be extraordinary. Rise up out of the ashes of loss and disappointment and take hold of the one who makes all things new. Join us on an adventure of faith to experience Christianity the way it is supposed to be. Radical, the Radical Rising Remnant. The latest book from Kathy Bixel. Get your copy now at kathybixel.com. We trust you enjoyed this episode of Beautiful Life and the teaching ministry of Kathy Bixel. For more information about Kathy, her books, downloads, and CDs, please visit beautifullifetv.com. If you are interested in Kathy's teaching schedule, or perhaps you would like her to speak at a church or event near you, please email info at beautifullifetv.com. We would like to thank you for taking the time to join us as we trust that God's blessing will continue to offer you his beautiful life. So long for now. once again have on our set today, Tori Harper. Tori, Thank we welcome you. you. He is, Tori is the senior leader at um, the Times Square Apostolic Center and the director of the Radiance, Radiance International, International House, House of Prayer, Prayer. in yeah. Times Square, New York. This is our second interview with Tori, uh, second part of our interview with him, and the fire of God is, is just, yeah, uh, yeah. we are just having, we're having, we're not having church, we're having something here, uh -huh, but yeah. it's just, it's wonderful, and um, we're just experiencing the Praise presence God. of the Hallelujah. Lord as, you know, as we talk spirit to spirit of mm -hmm. how Jesus is just impacting the nations, and especially here on the East Coast. Um, in our last, uh, we covered a lot of things in our last yeah. uh, portion of our interview, your history, um, how, you know, all God is doing uh, at, in your ministry right now in New York. But um, you and I were dialoguing on the phone yesterday uh, and talking about uh, this, this whole dynamic of the convergence of the generations. Yeah. I recently had a powerful revelatory dream that was almost like a motion. I call them like feature films. Come on. You know, you have your dreams where you maybe you see in the night, but then there, I call them like motion pictures. They're actually like watching movies yeah. in the night. 
And um, it was, the Lord was foreshadowing to me um, what the church is going to look like. And there was, um, it was filled with two important things that I saw. The first part was that there was a, the, ch the church service was in a huge auditorium, okay. but within the auditorium was an old timey church chapel. Wow. Like something like you would see like out of um, Azusa Street. Okay, great. Like, you know, like on Body Bray Street, uh -huh. you know, like that old house uh -huh. looks there. Similar to that. And it was very old hmm. and outdated, but it, yet it was the center. It was wow. the center of the sanctuary. And when I walked into it, I walked, I was in the auditorium, but walked into that sanctuary, that small little chapel. And it was just, I knew there was something so holy there. And I, I realized that part of what the Holy Spirit was saying was what is going on there's the new and the old that the Lord calls, you know, told the prophet Jeremiah, yeah. you are at the crossroads. Yes. Choose the ancient paths. Yes. We throw away the revelation of our forefathers because we think, oh, well, we know more now. Absolutely. But let me tell you something. There is, it's the, the combustion really now yeah. of the new and the old. Yeah. But then the other typology of that was that even though there was all these in the dream, even my children were with me, typifying the next generation. Yeah. And there was the youth there, um, the, the millennial generation, but it was the whole front row of this of the auditorium was filled with all the gray hairs. Wow. With all the gray hairs. Incredible. Now, I have gray hair. Now, we, you do not see them on me, but trust me, oh, we no, are not, not moved by what we not see. Not at all. Awesome. <laughs> but I would, I would definitely say that I'm in the gray-haired category. No, never. And, <laughs> and, um, but, but as we were talking yesterday, seeing how necessary it is for this generation um, so it really touched me how tuned in you are to that reality that even though we see the explosion of what God is doing in yes. your generation, that you cannot move forward yeah. without the gray hairs. Yeah. Well, you know, the reality um, is that we can't do it alone. Right. Um, the Bible, Bible clearly speaks about that he called the young because they're strong. And he calls the older generation because they know the way. Oh, and so wow. That, that is, is so that is, good. That is very important that we understand that we are standing on the shoulders of those that have already gone before us. Yes. That we're really not even plowing new pathways per se, but we're walking in the, the foundations that have been laid before us. One of the things that I find that's so um, extraordinary about your dream saying that the older chapel was in the center Yes. of the auditorium. I believe that what God is really speaking about in this season is that the foundation must remain the foundation of what we know, you know, yes. that must be the solids of the rudiments of the faith and just having the standards of the uh, the gospel and, yes. and what we've been taught on prayer and fasting and, and character and, and integrity, yes. um, things that um, zeal uh, only has its limit in, yeah. you know? Well, and this so is true. we want to make sure that we also honor um, each other. I believe that um, if we're going to see a move of God, that we have to really, really get the wisdom of those that have either gone before us, right. you know, get the blessings. You know, I, I believe that's another Ooh, thing that's good. that is I so important. I just so feel the Lord. Yeah, I mean, it, it is so important. Um, one of the things that I've always tried to do is uh, what I'm working on, even in New York City, and what we're trying to do as far as uh, the presence of God, to go to those that have already done what you're trying to do. 
and get the honor released, you know, because it's every generation moving together. It's receiving the blessings of the fathers and mothers. That is so key. If you want longevity or to see something sustained, we right. got to do it together, but also receive that blessing and honor that comes from somebody that's already been doing uh, what you're doing. Right. I mean, you yourself as a mama, um, even in the prayer movement, you know, I could never do what I'm doing without the, uh, the seasoned wisdom and the seasoned grace and the blessings that rest on your life. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and how does that look? What is, how did, so you said to me yesterday, you purposefully, you intentionally. Yeah. There, there have been see. many moments that um, I have just, you know, even pertaining to the house of prayer and prayer movement, um, I would find out, all right, God, who are the, uh, the generals? Who have been those that have been laboring in prayer for years? Because I want to come in partnership and not opposition with the old wow, thing. Because many yes. times in our generation, we throw away the those that have gone before us and see it as right. obsolete. But no, that's given us a groundwork and a framework right. on which we can launch from. It's like a launching pad. And again, we stand on their shoulders. So what I, I found myself doing is I would find out, God, who are the, uh, the gatekeepers in yes. the region? Who are those that have been on the wall before I, long before I ever got here or, or received the revelation right. of what we're walking in now? And so I would go and just spend time and, you know, tell me your strengths, tell me your weaknesses, right. pray for me, lay hands on me, and part what you carry into my life because I want to run with the torch in this next season because it's all about legacy. It's right. all about momentum. It's all about uh, us running together. And so yes. I believe that there has to be that transference, but it, it, we won't get the transfer unless there's the, the connection there. And the honor, the connection and the honor, yeah. And I was really thrilled to see that so operational in you and your ministry. Um, And I think it's one of... One of the things I see feel resting on you. Uh, you know, I've, I've been watching you for a little bit. You didn't know that. Oh, my God. I just don't have anybody on my broadcast, but I, but I do. And, and I think that it's, um, you know, we know we use the, prophetically, we use the terminology, you know, God is doing, you know, he's doing a new, a new mm-hmm. thing. You know, we're, we're, we're done with the old. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're done with the old people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because the reality of it is in my generation, um, what we we had to be forerunners on yeah. some level with with a lot of yeah. things that like for example I studied was studying revival for thirty years wow. I had a visitation from the Lord in Bible school wow, I and that. I did it I had a revelation from the Lord my second year of school and I didn't even know what the word revival was wow. the Lord spoke to me in April of my my second year of Rama and said I want you this is what I want you to do I want you to take this and I want you to study and go and just mine history of everyone that you can find wow. in the earth in every stream that experienced something historical from my presence wow and I, whether you, and I would, I got married and studied for two or three. I have books, my grasshoppers, my young people that come in here. I love uh, it. They go up in my office and I have books that I was reading. I know. I'll let you, I'll let you. uh, But 35 years ago that you never even heard the word. Wow. And I was honored at that time. Um, my, my pastor at the, at the time, um, Pastor David DeMola, yes. um, you know, he was had such a great father's heart and he just saw kind of this radical thing I was doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, he enabled, he let me, you know, just uh, uh, put together an entire course hmm. and we called it modern church history. And all that work that I did, I was able to teach the students um, hmm. in the, in the school at that time it was a school of ministry and uh, there was a Bible school acts. 
and to just put, you know, some some mm -hmm. some muscle yeah. on what I was doing and enable me to get that revelation that I was getting out. And I know that there's a lot of debate and controversy over whether you use the word revival or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. We just can't get hung up. You know, we can't become Pharisaical. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think we are all trying to use the only language we know to express something. Yeah. Um, but we know that it's God and we know it's his glory yeah. invading and moving in a way that does not normally happen. Absolutely. And so there was that foundation laid, Tori, um, that now 25, 30 years later, it's like revival's like the fad. Yeah. Put revival on your tagline and your ministry will yeah. grow and have no idea. <laughs> you, you know, just say you're a revivalist yeah. uh -huh. or you're a revival center, uh -huh. but yet you walk in the building yeah. and it's the same structure yeah. from the last yeah. move. Yeah. I mean, come on, I'm, ju yeah, I'm just being real. You're right. So you can't just tag something. Re revival is such a, just, um, is something so tangible yeah. and so recognizable. Yeah. It's recognizable. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that we don't hunger and we don't use the language, but what I'm saying, we need to be honest and not be full of hype. Right. The right. hype level right now, yes. the hype the hype level is hyped. Yeah, it's hyped. You know, uh, you know how amazing you are, how amazing your meeting was, yeah. how, you know, it's all yeah. this. And, yeah. and really to say something before you have it, like yeah. I remember since we're talking about the older generation, I remember one of the things that I feel is so important is your integrity, Tori. Integrity, yes, And how you present yourself and how in presenting truth. Like I, when we, when I had um, started our apostolic center, mm. we had, you know, our children's ministry was in a bar. I mean, we wow. had the Knights of Columbus Hall. I love Hall, that. And at the time it was in the 90s when everybody was into the high level marketing uh -huh. of making your church be appealable to the culture, you know, mm. and all that, which on, you know, on some level I understand. And so I had, was having someone design our, you know, welcome packet or whatever. And it said, they were describing the, <laughs> the youth ministry as relevant and life-changing uh -huh. and, you know, and, uh -huh. and uh, high, cutting edge, cutting edge. And I'm like, cutting edge? Our kids are meeting in a bar, yeah. you know, learning how to pray, you know, being released in, in signs and wonders and coming to church saying, I had a dream about the church. I mean, it was just a very different thing. I said, I, why would I put cutting edge when we're they're they're in a bar? Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Like it was, you see what I mean. So it's not using all the buzzwords, right. you know, right. um, in that sense. So I feel like that's that's my passion is mm -hmm. to is that this that it's built on integrity yeah. and humility because that is what is yeah. going that is what is going to last. Well, I actually just just as you were talking, two things that that we have to remember when it comes to even. Uh, revival or, or what we're calling this move of God. Two things is substance mm, yes, and yes. sustainability. Okay, come on. You know, it's because Preach. a lot of times you're not seeing the fruit or the substance of transformation. Right. You know, because- and that's we're, what it's really yeah, it's about. Yeah, we're not about. seeing the transformation. And so if it's gonna be revival, show me the fruit of transformation. Right. You know, let's let's see, okay, all right, we got the goosebumps. We've got the right, shakes. We fell down. Yeah, right. we, fell we were down, electrocuted. But at, but right. at the end of it, at the core of it, did it drive me to the presence of God? Did it? Did it captivate my heart to literally live this thing out? Right. That, that are I was, my shackles yeah, off? Yeah, right. right. And no, so are my shackles I believe that off. it's it's personal revival. It's personal transformation. You know, it's personal substance that then is is 
displayed outward. And that's not just the only thing of substance, but sustainability. You know, it's enough. Many people have moves of God, but then we don't want to be the last place that God was. Yes, yes. So God, how do we steward this? Right. How do we sustain this? How do we continually um, be so um, synchronized to your heart to build from your heart that God, what, how do you want this thing to go? Because the reality of it is, Tori, when you look back, every, every even den- what we want to call maybe a denomination, uh-huh. which I, I define a denomination as Christians that begin to camp around a doctrine and not a person. Oh, I believe that. They, they, they form an organization that camps around a doctrine yeah. and not the person yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yes. But they all started on fire. Exactly. Every single, every single powerful emerging move that we see happening, yeah. even in our own nation, yeah. every expression of that, because it is in it, the expressions are various, mm-hmm. which I love the different yeah. ways that God yeah. is moving yeah. through the different. You and I talked about the different streams. Yes, ma'am. Each one of them has the potential of being petrified. Yeah, wood. absolutely. Each one. Absolutely. You know, and the the key thing is as you talked about being centered around the person, you know, for a revival, for anything that we're doing, there has to be a centrality around his heart, around his presence, right. around his spirit. God, how do you want to do this thing? What's on your heart? Um, right. One of the things that we've been um, actually dealing with is the word ascension lately, um, where, where God has been dealing with us. A lot of times we've asked God to come, you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. We've, you know, God, come down, come down, come down. But I believe there's a people that God is raising up where God is inviting us into his oh, plans. Oh, yes. That's, that so that's that God what is worship invi- is. Yes, he's inviting us to come. And many of times, even in our worship or our revival, it's still focused on us and right. God coming into what we're doing as opposed to us actually shifting into all that God is doing and yes. really rising up and really coming into all his plans and all his, his right, purposes. and that's that's yeah. a huge part of your calling too. To yeah. is the worship. Yeah. I mean, that's what you know. It, but even that has its pitfalls. Yeah. We worship the worship. Yes, and we worship how the worship's done. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's like you know, you've heard so many times. You know, have so many times you hear it said. You know that it it, it it's what we we have to be careful that we're not all being artificially entertained absolutely it's what level are you you know um i was sharing in in the meeting that we had this weekend unfiltered um just an initiative that the lord has given us to do here at at, in our ministry um in just creating a place uh right now in this season um you know for unfiltered nothing between you and the glory it's about ascending come on the worship is the worship and the yielding to what the holy spirit wants to do in a meeting um if he wants that to come forth in in proclamation of the word that's what it does if he wants to heal the sick in that meeting whatever it is so that's what we're doing but i was i was talking about how you know so so often it's easy. What we what we're doing is is almost like being artificially entertained. Mm-hmm. That I was mm-hmm. uh, about two years ago in this region, um, in a in a very in a very you know moving popular ministry, and I there was great worship yeah. music coming from the platform, Absolutely. and I looked around and there was no one with their hands raised. Wow. Not one. Now that I'm not talking about like some judgmental religious yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, you no. always have to worship with your hands right, raised. Right. But it's the principle of just in just your own quick 
meditation in the Psalms, Absolutely. how many times we are invited. There's something that happens when those oh, hands the are My lifted. Goodness, yeah. The invitation to come yes. of surrender yes. and looking at the beauty of Jesus and proclaiming who he Ooh, is so good. with, you know, not the music on the overhead or the projector. Yeah. It's the music of our heart. Yeah, what yeah. are we seeing, Lord? Yeah. You know, what are we seeing? We start saying. Sound how, over song. Sound. Oh, come on. You, know. you could preach it. That's, you know what I'm saying. So give me the younger version you know, of what I, I'm saying. I, I mean, it is just so funny you're talking about, I mean, this is something so very dear, near and dear to my heart. Um, and, I, and I can tell you, even in our own meetings, that there have been times where we were worshiping and we were used to singing to the Lord. And uh, after a while, you can be, come into a place where you're used to doing it a certain way. We've got to start with worship this way. And this is how we, you know, right. go. But there was a season um, that we watched God shift us from being presence centered and then experiencing the presence of God. And then he moved us into, I feel like, the glory, which is the manifest yes, presence yes. of God. And many never make that transition. And that's what I've been yeah. preaching on, that shift, because yeah. that's what's happening. And so we stepped into right. that. And what it looked like, it never came as a result of a sound, never came as a result of a worship leader, but it really came as we began to even more learn how to step aside and lend and lean into what God was doing and lend the service yes. over to God, you know, even... As far as there was a season for, I think, the entire month of July when we were in worship, um, I would go and get ready to, you know, get our normal structure going. And the Lord said, um, I don't need you to get up tonight. Like to right. introduce. He right. said, just do soaking. No worship, no live worship. Just do soaking. I said, but God, if, if we do that, the people are going to leave because nobody's gotten up. He says, you don't always have to introduce me. Wow. wow. You know? And oh, so, wow. And wow. so for... It, it began to, you know, really agitate the worship leader in me because I'm like, God, somebody has to say something. We have to do something um, right. in this moment. And the Lord is now saying, I am something that's being done. You're waiting for something to happen and I'm already moving. And that reminds me, Tori, of um, one of my favorite <laughs> stories of even um, the or principles of what, I don't even say principles, but stories of what happened in the Azusa Street Revival. Yes. That William Seymour would come, the younger people, oh. when they were older, would write the interviews that they did with them, was be how he would just put the bat, he would put a box exactly. over his exactly. head exactly. and wait to hear. Could you exactly. imagine if the local church, <laughs> but I mean, the, the argument might there be, oh my gosh, well, they'll call, you know, the people in the paddy yeah. wagon uh -huh. to come. Uh -huh. The pastor has gone, you know, he's Go like, you nuts. know, yep, he's, you know, just had a little bit too much of something yeah. last night and he's got a box on yeah. his head. But the, the principle there for William Seymour, and look at what he did. And we're talking about it a hundred yeah, years later. hundred years later. That, what, yeah. and see, my, my, the, the heartbeat of Jesus that I've just have ca carried over the last two years is what is my generation, what's this generation oh. going to say? What are my children's children going to say about my generation? What's going to be written about us? What is a hundred years ago are they going to say about us? You know, that we had a smoke machine? You know, I mean, <laughs> you know yeah. that we had bright lights? And yeah. nothing's wrong with yeah, that. That's not what I'm saying. But if we're not careful, yeah. I mean, those are all tools that we yeah. can use to yeah. make they're it fillers. relevant. They're they fillers. are. They're fillers. And they're, I'm not 
not there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I would never yeah. judge yeah. that. Yeah. But I'm saying that can't be okay. We have that now. Everybody's going to come unreliable. in, and now yeah. everybody's going to be yeah. touched because if we don't if we don't keep the ancient paths yes. the right way, yeah. Yeah. we're centered going to get lost. Presence, yeah. If it's not centered around His presence, and and oftentimes one of the things we 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 say, Lord, have Your way. But and then we're in the way. <laughs> we're in the way. We have our own way. We have our own agenda. We have our own structure. And I, I often say, God, if this is your house, when are we going to let you, you know, take over? Right. When are we going to? We're actually not asking him to come into our plans. We're actually coming into his plans now. Right. You know, and so God, what does that look like? So we come in low. We right. come in humbly. We come in, God, what's on your heart today? What's on your, what's on your mind today? What is it that you want to hear? Do you want to shift it this way? And so right. always being flexible and fluid. Um, and, and I always say, yes, if you're current with the streams of God, you'll stay current with him. Wow, that is really good. Did you get that? <laughs> if you're current with the streams of God, you will stay current with yeah. him. Um, and when we when we talk about worship too, you know, uh, I, I think it's, it's a question we talked about on our broadcast yesterday or the, the um, prior guest that I had on about honoring. Yes. You know, that honor. And I think if we are God-focused and presence-focused instead of the people-focused, yes. God takes care of the people. Certainly he needs, I, I, he needs our hands. Absolutely. Our ministries and our churches need to be a dual expression, Absolutely. a Mary and Martha move. Absolutely. We need the Mary Martha. We knew, Absolutely. I love some of the um, innovative ways the church right now is reaching the poor and the needy. And um, I know in uh, uh, one of the youth groups in one of the churches here, they're doing tutoring. Um, yeah, in, in the youth group that I'm familiar with, they Incredible. they do, yeah, they're doing tutoring and getting young people in through tutoring. All those things, oh my gosh, they are so necessary. Amen. But when we gather in his presence, we people have to experience Jesus, not Absolutely. the program. Absolutely. And that's that's where, you know, that's where yeah. the life comes in. Yeah. And part of that, Tori, is God gave us gifts. Yeah. Jesus bejeweled the his bride with his gifts so that she can go out in the world and strut Amen. her stuff. I love and that. when I we're love in a Sunday or a Tuesday night gathering or whatever, and we're afraid to manifest something that appears supernatural because what are they going to yeah. think about it? Yeah. I mean, I remember I was birthed in a revival in my high school wow. in the middle of New Jersey, a Catholic family really? that was the Holy Ghost was poured out in in our high school, oh. it through Fellowship of Christian Athletes, we experienced a mighty move of God. My whole family, who were went, were you know were traditional Catholics, were completely like radicalized in the faith. Oh, so awesome! Um, we're gonna see more of that. And filled <laughs> right, and filled with the Holy Spirit, and um, we you know we moved we moved in the things of the Spirit and. I remember the first time going to a charismatic service, Tori, and the hands were in the air and I heard this <laughs> heavenly language. Hallelujah. But the engagement of the heavenly language, if you want heaven, be free to speak yes. and be free to worship. You yeah. see sometimes worship leaders just get, we, we're not, when you start to flow in that new song, yes. it shifts the, it's the glory realm in you. Yes. We say the glory, like you were saying before, we're waiting for something to come uh -huh. down. We got to release yeah. what's in, in us. us. What's in us rises yes. up. There's a, uh, and I saw it in your prophetic word, which we're going to talk about in the next, uh, next episode. Yes. Um, we're about the move of God coming 
up, coming up yeah, from the ground. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, the, the move of God, the waters in Ezekiel's temple yeah. coming up from the ground. Yeah. I had a prophetic thing happen in my house two weeks ago um, where at the same time, a week later, one of my intercessors um, has a dream of her house flooding from the bottom up, Come on. ankle deep in her house, the waters oh, coming up. And my, in my house, I come back from service on a Sunday and I'm here in my house doing laundry and all of a sudden all my tubs and toilets on the lower level oh, start come. filling. Water starts coming up from underneath the house. I mean, nothing. Thank God there was like nothing. God, so, no sewage. It was a Thank pure flow that was coming through the house. But it was like all of a sudden it hit me the next day. The Holy Spirit said to me, this was something I want you to see what's happening. And so this is what the Lord will show something yeah. in the natural yeah. to convey yeah. what he's doing. And it's the out of your belly yeah, shall flow, flow rivers. rivers but if water. we're afraid, if we're afraid that someone in the sanctuary is going to hear other tongues and get freaked yeah, out, yeah. maybe we got yeah. freaked out in a good way. Yeah, we were, yeah. you know, we in a, in a room where it, it transformed the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We talk about, we could be here all day talking about what he's done yeah. in generations yeah. prior. Yeah. When you think about what he did in the Jesus movement, oh my God. how it took yielded people to just say, we're let the Holy that. Spirit. I mean, we're living in a, a, a fulfillment and, and that is something that we're, our, our generation is trying to go after even now that that whole fulfillment of like the, but we're the, afraid of being like yeah. looking messed up or not prim and proper and you know no, there's no movement there's, yep. in our meetings yeah we're like tin soldiers we go on to the next thing to exactly. the next thing exactly. which is i think that god's more creative let's yeah, he's let's be free if, if you're in and, go in yeah. your other tongue get the prophecy yeah. get tongues and interpretation yeah. it's just not for the back yeah. room tori right. it just isn't and if we don't expose people to it Yes. They'll never, and that is one of the things I see mostly in my travels of going around and um, in, in different local assemblies. Sometimes um, it's only but so much, but we never expose. Right. And, and then my question is, when? When will we? When will we see the miracles? When will we see the open demonstration of prophecy? Or and when will we allow the people to now step into? Because a lot of times, even the spiritual gifts and things of that nature are left for um, a certain group. We think that even sometimes when it comes to intercession. That, oh, it's just the intercessors. Intercessors are the, no, we're all called to intercede. Yes, yes. You know, and so we I are all, it's a house of prayer. It's, it's a house of prayer. I mean, it's a house of miracles, signs, and wonders. It's a prophetic house. Yes. They were all called to flow as sons mm -hmm. and daughters of God to release the power and the kingdom and the light of God. Amen. Well, we have been so caught up in our, <laughs> oh, yes. just the trading of revelation yes. here and uh, just encouraging one <laughs> another. Um, we have not forgotten you. <laughs> we know you've been tuned in, listening to everything that we've been talking about. And um, I know that you, as you're listening, God is moving in your heart, inspiring you, encouraging you, and lifting your expectation. I, you know, I, my heart, Tori, is that through um, this give and take that you and I have had, that, that it stirred a hunger in you to experience and be free. You know, freedom is such, it's just an amazing mm. kingdom value. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Mm. And when the Holy Spirit comes in our midst, he is the spirit of liberty, of liberty. And so in these closing moments, could you pray again, um, just, you know, in your heart that we would just, um, as, a, as, a, as the body of Christ, you know, um, that the Holy Spirit would help us 
Uh, you said something so powerful about he doesn't need an introduction. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was He's so coming. good. And, um, and so join with us as we pray. Go ahead, Tori. Absolutely. And just as we were uh, talking, I just really um, just sense that there is someone that is watching today and you feel like your voice has not been heard or, or your voice or your ministry is obsolete, like your, your time is yes. ended um, as an older generation. But I want to tell you that your greatest days are yet ahead of you. And I just want you to know there's still life and there's still wisdom and there's still much work to be done to mantle another yes. generation. Yes. And I even say to any young person that's watching, get alongside of somebody that's already doing what you're trying to Come do. On. And I say, partner, 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 partner. And so, Father, I thank you thank today you, that this is a day of convergence, God. I yes, thank you that this Lord. is a day of unity and honor, yes, that Lord. we are working together as one, Father. I oh, thank you that in this move of God that there is going to be a glory breakout. We thank you, Lord, yes, for the Lord wells Jesus. of revival and awakening yes, breaking open. This is the hour of breakthrough in Jesus' powerful name. We declare the glory and the presence of our God in your lives, in your ministries, in your homes, in our cities, and in our regions. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you once again, Tori, for God being you. on. You, You're Kathy. so awesome. Um, God in you is so awesome. Praise God. And you are awesome too. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so we want to make sure that you're able to connect with Tori. Uh, you can connect with him on Tori Harper on Facebook. Okay. Facebook, we found out he's not on Instagram, but we're going to get him <laughs> revived and he's going to get on Jesus. there. <laughs> he's going to get on there. We thank you so much for joining us today on Beautiful Life. Be sure to follow us on um, our Facebook page, Kathy Bixel Ministries. We are also on Twitter, Kathy Bixel. Uh, All Beautiful Life TV is also on Instagram and Kathy Bixel's on Instagram. So be sure to follow us so that you could be connected uh, to what we are doing um, in this season. God bless you and have an awesome day. We have got to get re-educated about faith what really faith is and what faith looks like. It's this thing that it's coming one day in the by and by. New series by Kathy Bixell, unfiltered. Nothing between you and his glory. It should not matter how wages are lower or whatever or who's in office or whatever it is because you live, you are from another kingdom. It's coming into your personal tabernacle of David. Many places, people are the same all over the world. They have the same needs, the same emotions, the same hurts, the same pains. They need the same Savior. Order your copy today on DVD or digital download at kathybixel.com. You know, we always say, I'm believing. Oh, yeah, I'm believing for this. I said, oh, yeah, I'm believing for this. Oh, what are you believing for? You know what the Lord said to me today? I was standing from the mirror trying to make up the barn. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Holy Spirit said to me, how about starting to say, uh, you know what I have? We trust you enjoyed this episode of Beautiful Life and the teaching ministry of Kathy Dixon. For more information about Kathy, her books, downloads and CDs, please visit BeautifulLifeTV.com. If you are interested in Kathy's teaching schedule, or perhaps you would like her to speak at a church or event near you, please email info at BeautifulLifeTV.com. We would like to thank you for taking the time to join us, as we trust that God's blessing will continue to offer you His beautiful life. So long for now.
beautiful life. Today we have with us again this anointed young man of God, my new little spiritual son. <laughs> I love welcome, you. Thank welcome. Welcome. Tori <laughs> Harper is with us. Um, I hope that you have been able to catch the prior two broadcasts of our interview with Tori because we have just been building um, from one two, and now this is our third one, just building in just the revelation that the Lord is releasing Amen. to us. And what we're hoping um, will just encourage and inspire you, jumpstart you, and expand your vision for your experience of the Lord, and encourage you to uh, just get out there and be the, be the uh, soul winner and harvester and lover of people that, that uh, God is calling all of us to be in this season, that uh, it all starts with a vision that Tori has around having a house of prayer. Tori is the um, senior leader, right, as yes, what we call you, of the Times Square Apostolic Center. But uh, the real key move there and work there is the, he is the director of the Radiance International House, house of, of prayer. prayer. Oh, yes. I got it the Come third on. time. Woo! Awesome. I got it there, but. Uh, we, we're just going to uh, just pivot off of where we ended our last broadcast, and uh, we've just been talking about what the Holy Spirit is releasing through your generation, but also through the gray hairs, Yeah. Um, what he's, how he's converging the generations, and the synergy of the yes. generations is, is coming together, and it's an exciting time. Yeah. Even though it's a turbulent time yeah. in the earth, and depending on your perspective, yes, it could be a very, very hard time. Yes, ma'am. The Lord really, when we walk with him and we know how to dig deep and we know how to yeah. tap in to the, the realm of his presence yeah. and his joy and his mm -hmm. goodness, we live like other people. Yeah. We're, we're ambassadors here. Yeah. And sometimes we forget that we're ambassadors Absolutely. here and Absolutely. we start living like everyone else. But it's in this time that um, the Lord is really doing some wonderful things that um, can really encourage us. And even it's the kind. darkest days, yes. you know? Yes. So, um, and speaking about that, I know there's some other than your house of prayer and things you're doing that that the Holy Spirit's just really giving you favor um, in yeah. media and which I am just loving that your voice is getting a platform and uh, your expression about it is very humble. But still, we, we want to rejoice in yes, what God is releasing in you because God doesn't just open those doors for anybody yes, because what we speak influences and has impact. Absolutely. Um, so uh, tell us, you just wrote an article for Charisma Magazine. Yes, Congratulations. Yes, Thank and um, I think it was also, you said, was going to be released on, on the Elijah, Elijah list. list. Yes, so um, for our listeners and our audience today, just, um, just begin to, even if you have to prophesy to us, just release to us what you are hearing and seeing yeah. Holy Spirit doing in this season for our listeners, what God is doing in their lives. Yeah, well, I, I just really believe that um, in this time, as you talked about, uh, uh, there's a lot of shaking and shifting and things happening in the earth. I believe that in this season, we are in like an Ezekiel 37 hour mm -hmm. where the Lord is raising up prophetic voices, those that will be caught up in the spirit like Ezekiel and to hear the word of the Lord and to release it. I believe that this is an hour that the, the voice of God's people um, is releasing like this activation and that's releasing like the performing word of the Lord where we're seeing 
the word of the Lord accomplished. I love how you yeah. call it the performing word. Yeah. I, when I read the article, it was a wonderful article, Praise by God. the way. It's on Charisma News. Yes, Is that how you get it? Or Charisma um, Magazine? Yeah, Charisma Magazine. Charisma yeah. Magazine. Mm -hmm. um, and you use that word, the, the performing yeah. uh -huh. word. I yeah. loved that yeah. terminology. And so I, I believe that th in this, this hour, um, we're not just releasing just declarations of of, of what we desire. Or but confessing I, or a scripture. Just, just right. confessing a scripture. But these are things that are literally manifesting. You'll decree and declare a thing and it's going to happen. And, yes. and things are, I, I feel like the Lord is adding wind to our words, like to release oh, wow. That's fulfillment so good. and manifestation. I believe that we are in that day now, just like Ezekiel, where I felt like the Lord is saying that I am even carrying people. The, the scripture in Ezekiel 37 said, said that Ezekiel was carried um, yes. away. And I believe that that is even prophetic in and of itself, that God is about to pick people up, handpick people yes. and select his individuals <laughs> to go to certain regions and certain um, areas of influence and certain um, mountains and certain uh, places that God is handpicking. And he's dropping them strategically into these areas um, so that his kingdom would be established. And he's saying, once you get in these places, I want you to now speak to the area of what I've called you to go to. Wow. So whatever that looks like, whatever that valley looks like, it could be media, it could be an um, area in the United States, it could be a nation a geographical that the area. Lord is doing, but God is strategically doing for those that would be caught up and, and, and allow themselves to be captured into the swirl of what God's doing in the wow. earth. Wow, is an, an awesome word. Um, the, and, and actually you, you highlight out of that chapter how, which I love that chapter in Ezekiel. Um, I often teach, I do a course um, at the, um, the Faith International Training School. I teach a course on hearing the word of God, awesome. on hearing the voice of God. And I talk about how in that chapter, there is the process of fulfillment. Come on. That if Ezekiel had just given up when he just saw just the bones yes. and, and just the, the, the flesh come on him, mm -hmm if he would have given up in the process, yeah. that in that process of fulfillment for all of us, the things that we are believing to break forth in our lives, the promises that we're holding in our hearts, whether it's for um, a loved one mm -hmm. to come to Christ, yeah. whether it's healing to break forth in our bodies, financial deliverance, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, that we have these great and precious promises, but there's a process of fulfillment. Absolutely. And I really believe, Tori, that we can alter the timing of yes. our promises. When we are hearing from the oh, yeah. Lord, we oh, yeah. can pull the future into Absolutely. now through what we are declaring. Absolutely. But Absolutely. if we become very focused on, on the circumstances what like, yeah. and what it looks like, mm -hmm. we can fail yeah. and falter at, at at the, the fulfillment of it. So Amen. for example, so he sees, you know, the, the bones and yes. he sees the flesh. Yes. He doesn't say, oh, well, there's no, no, right. no right. breath in it. It's just a corpse kind yeah. of walking around. Yeah. And many feel like that even in their yes, destiny that's why and I'm even saying in their callings yes. and, and where God has placed them, they feel like. They're a zombie. Yeah. Where like, am I? Where <laughs> God have you just landed me? You've given me a vision. You've given me a plan. You've given me a region or you, you've dropped me in this ministry or this church or or this career, or this job, and right. it's your valley. 
Right, and God right. is saying, what do you see? What do wow, you see? Wow, that's so powerful. And so what he does, he doesn't give up, yeah. but he prophesies again. Yeah. And he prophesies again. Yeah. And he prophesies again. The word of the Lord. And the yeah. fulfillment, yeah. it all comes together. Come and then it's a great and mighty army. Yeah. And I think it's, um, you know, and maybe you can minister a little bit more about this, that, you know, there is um, a lot of discouraged people out there, you know, um, that are, that, for whatever reason, are hopeless yeah. or have become. Uh, we talked on our prior broadcast uh, that I had this week about, you know, even the political climate yes, and ma'am. the shift that's happened in our country yes, and how people are processing yeah. that um, and getting like low with that, yeah. as opposed to really becoming heavenly minded Absolutely. and realizing that, you know, we're a people who, you know, we're looking, I am looking. I am not looking to the United States government. That's right. I am looking for a city whose builder and maker is God, yes. right? Yes. But all of these things that that things that we rested in for such a long time. I mean, just turn on the news this morning. You know, you, just even some of our government institutions that we could all rely on, whether it's the FBI or the CIA, or you know, you always thought that there was these areas of the government mm-hmm. that were potentially not corruptible or not whatever. Absolutely. And now all of a sudden wow, like this can happen there and, you know, things can happen that have very negative consequences. You talk about it being in the valley. Talk a little bit more about that. Like even in your own congregation, the people in New York City, I'm sure you have people that are coming in, the rents are high, the wages are low, you know, the millennials are trying not to live in their parents' basement and fulfill that stereotype. Exactly. You know, I just, I feel like we are uh, just in this uh, season, uh, that we've got to be all eyes and ears on what God is doing. Amen. You know, wow, um, he that have ears, let him hear. Whoever eyes, let him see what God is doing because we can't be uh, moved or drifted uh, by the tides of our culture, by what's happening in our earth, um, what's, what's happening in the shaking of our nation, that even in the midst of shaking, that we are not shaken. Yes. That even in the midst of uh, stretching, that we don't break in the midst of straight stretching, that we're mm. not torn in the midst of it. And so I just believe that that's a season that God really has us in and really listening in to what Holy Spirit is doing and what Holy Spirit um, is, is saying to us. I believe yes. that he is speaking now more than ever. I believe that he's given oh, wisdom the truth? and divine yeah. strategy and revelation to his people. And we've just got to be all ears and all eyes and yes. open to what he's doing and willing to move in what he's doing. I believe that this is a, um, almost like an hour where uh, it's almost like the new wine and the new wine skin that God is just releasing fresh wine and and, yes. and God is changing structures of things, you know, and I, we've just got to be so flexible and pliable to go with what God's doing right now in this season. Yes. Do you feel like in your, I know that um, at uh, the at uh, the Radiance House of Prayer yes, that you're having you know, a lot of, which I love, you're having a lot of people coming in yes, and, and, and pouring in and um, really mantling, which one of the reasons that I had you on and really wanted to um, just, you know, showcase what God is doing in you mm-hmm. um, is because I think it's a, it's a signpost yes, ma'am. to this generation, yes, ma'am. Um, you know, having come from a Christian home and been like you were talking about on our first episode yeah. about, you know, having like the war room movie, uh-huh. that's your story. Yeah. Well, to many people, you know, new statistics just came out. I believe it is that 40% of mm. Americans are unchurched. Wow. Yeah. 
That's that's a lot of that that, a lot. that's a big percentage. So they don't necessarily know all the lingo. Yeah. They don't they may not understand that, yeah. but yet I believe what the Lord is showcasing you as a young man yeah. um that you're cutting edge yeah. in terms of your presentation and the 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 uh the generation that you're reaching that is gathering yeah. around you because every generation needs their Joshua. Absolutely. They need you know they need their Joshua. Absolutely. Um but what do, you, do you, what do you feel and and sense even from many of these other diverse streams that you engage with yeah. what are you hearing other leaders say like for example you were sharing with me um in the break we were talking about how the lord had given me a distinct word mm. several months ago mm-hmm. a distinct strong word said to me i want you to mantle the millennials yeah. in this season i want you to mantle them mm-hmm. and how god enables me to do that whether it's through personal mentoring um it's through holding meetings it's mm-hmm. through the dialogue the establishing yeah. of relationships mm-hmm. with sons and daughters yeah. you know i make myself available yeah. you know i do and mm-hmm. i like to pour in like yeah. like this yeah. um but what are you, you actually mentioned even something about the mantle that yeah. that god was showing you yeah. about the mantle that is right now being yeah. released i i i feel that um in this season that um God is I had an image of it was a mantle of revival it's a mantle of all that God's doing right now in this season but it was turned inside out that where you can actually see like the the, the inside of the coat you can see the yeah. inside of the coat you can see the works and the process that it's gone through right. and, and and the stitching together and i believe that that's what god is even doing in this season that god is like turning the mantle of even what we call revival inside mm-hmm. out in this next season that God is reversing it so that people can see the inside they can see the real they can see the process that they can see what it took you know and they're yes. able to relate to that most people they're they're looking for an experience they're looking for an encounter and so right. that is, that is our job is to allow them to come into an encounter with a real Jesus who speaks who loves yes, them yes cuz he's alive yes he's alive he's, alive. he's not he's dead alive. for many people why they have not come people are are prone to experience they're 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 into relationship they're into um dialogue they're into communication and the new age right? the, the new age is hijacking oh, that yeah, i mean hijacking. really really and, and and it's a fine line between the new age and the supernatural sometimes it is oh and yeah and so you know we've got to have the word of the lord to you know bring that be the plumb line there and the the spirit and the truth of god to be the plumb line there but i'm telling you i i believe that that's where we are as far as um experiences concerned um that people are looking for a move of God and I believe that one of the ways that God is doing it is he is taking what we call the move of God and the presence of God and he's releasing it in avenues that are not um traditional. Yes, you know? and yes. I think he's doing it. He's releasing himself through media. You right, know, he's exactly. releasing himself through the arts and entertainment. He's releasing himself through government that he's again using key strategic people that he's placing, you know, to release and be now carriers of the presence out. Yeah, like I remember you know. uh, I'm just thinking as you're talking about how um like 15, 20 years ago everything would be around pastors gathering. Absolutely. Everything would be like everybody was a pastor. Absolutely. And now you're seeing these works that are being started, these expressions of ministry that are influencing others in you know in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. um in all the different spheres of influence yeah. in our culture and we need fresh expressions yes. of that yes. like who would have ever like i think of barbie brethet right uh-huh. barbie brethet right who has 
a ministry, a burgeoning, prosperous, anointed ministry wow. that enables people to interpret their dreams. Mm -hmm. Now, 20 years ago, they would have been coming with the paddy wagon. You, yeah. dream, you know, you yeah. have someone, but exactly. yet this is something that it's enabling because when I find out, when I even teach around dreaming, that um, people are, they're so excited that someone has told them that this is from God, yeah. that this is a way that God speaks yeah. to them. And it's it, because the new age movement is they've got whole websites oh, yeah. oh, on yeah. how to how to interpret your Absolutely. dreams. And, and actually it's even what they're saying now, one of the greatest ways to minister to Muslims is it's through, through dream. dreams. Yeah. You tell them, you if you can interpret your dreams, they're yeah. open to Jesus. Absolutely. So Absolutely. there's all these different expressions. It may seem odd. It's um, getting out of the box. That's the thing. Getting out yeah. of the boxes. And always continually, because the way that you found God today may not be the necessary way even tomorrow. Right. Because he's he's although he does not change, he's always doing something fresh. Right, right. You know, his mercies are new every morning. So is his ways new every morning, but he doesn't change. But guess what? Society changes, and so he's not outdated. Right. And so right. he's often changing how we do, how we, you know, function. As long as we keep that same foundation, right? But how we function, right? You know, and how we maneuver. Yeah. Uh, what is stirring in me, and I, I want to talk about this. Um, I guess we have about maybe 13, 15 minutes left um, in the broadcast. But as you're talking, I'm feeling this prompting. Um, we that you could speak to this and maybe there's something in you around it that you didn't know that you could mm -hmm. share with us. But I know that for many years, one of my passions in intercession has been the breaking down. You know, the prophet Jeremiah said, mm -hmm. before he built up, he tore down. Yeah. Um, to tear down the dividing walls racially oh, in, so in, <laughs> in, the in the church. You see, this is the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? And um, I am, I'm so thrilled to see over the past several years even in the different tribes and camps yeah. in the body of Christ, that there, yeah. there's not just the quote, the black church anymore. Yes. Like here you are a young black man, yes, you know, talking with some middle-aged white woman about, <laughs> about the dynamics of yeah. revival and the move of God and the expressions of worship in a tabernacle of David yes. expression yeah. that may not necessarily be traditional black gospel. Absolutely. It's like there's this synergy racially and yeah. um, gender-wise. Yeah. And, you know, um, no dividing wall between male and female. Absolutely. We're seeing it come to the forefront. Um, and I, uh, can you speak to that, like, um, to just what you see happening in your, in, in, in your community yeah. in terms of um, the exposure yeah. that the kind of that breaking down of through that kind of that black gospel paradigm yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. them being open yeah. to expressions that may be white or yeah. even the whites being, yeah. you know, open to yeah. expressions that are, I mean, I know for me, I, I love, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, but oh gosh, what, what is his name? There's some rapper out in my lap. I'm going to think of him, is it Lecrae? but he's out in Michigan. No, it's not okay. Lecrae. It's, he's another one out in, in Michigan. I, I love him. And that even that Ruben Stoddard okay, that used uh -huh. to be on okay. what, American yeah. Idol or whatever. And I, you know, I could I could jam to that uh -huh. just as much as I can, yeah. you know, yeah. like a Rita Springer yeah. worship yeah. song, yeah. you know. Yeah. So just, you know, share just I feel like there's something in you yeah. to just break down that wall yeah. even more and release a building up of what God is doing in us together. Yeah. I, I believe that the more that we, especially as a body of Christ, even in this last season, 
of what we've seen in our nation. How the political, yeah. that political spirit yeah, we've has seen come a lot into, of it. and it's demonic. Yeah, it's coming. And it's, it's high it's level. Been, it's, it's been divisive. Right. Um, and I believe that as we continue to um, fix our eyes on the beauty of the Lord and, and, and understand what heaven is, and when we sing, let heaven come and, mm-hmm. and the, the kingdom of heaven coming to earth, it, it, it's perfect unity, it's right. perfect harmony, um, and it's honor. Right. And I think what happens is um, we all have a part in heaven. And then that same thing is even here mm. in the earth as we bring right. heaven to earth. Because our spiritual body bodies have no color. Yeah, it's no color. You know, uh, right. William Seymour in, in their time of Azusa said that the color lines were washed away by the blood. Oh, I love that. Okay, write that one down. <laughs> The color lines were washed away by the blood, and they the still blood, are today. And they still are. And so, as we're under the blood, and as we are in, um, you know, in this 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 state of um, the love of God, mm-hmm. you know, we learn how to honor each other's differences, and that it doesn't and understand become, each other's journey. Yeah, I mean that. And every culture has a sound, and every culture has a whatever. But honoring each other, not ignoring some of the. Um, Disadvantages some cultures may have. Right. I think that's another or thing that happens. Right, or communities right. may have. You know, um, I was privileged to grow up in a different type of context. Um, I would grow up in a more suburban area, and that even when I moved into an urban area of New York City, um, it was a different world for me. Right. You know, but right. I had to honor where they were, honor, and you know, and they we're all one. I think when we learn how to see each other as one, um, that's you know, really good. It, it, it is very important and honor each other where we are and, and see that every person has a piece. Um, every joint supplies, that all of our sounds are gonna yes, go together, yes. that our worships go together. Yes. And it's really not centered around a style. It's centered around yeah, what the substance that. is. That's, yeah. And I think a lot of times we, we, we label it, but when I really get to the meat of what's being said, especially as it pertains to worship, who is it going to? Because worship can be very personal. And yeah. people have opinions about worship. Exactly, exactly. Because they, as diverse as tastes are, yeah. right, in what some kind of music someone yeah. would like, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and it's even you look at it, we see the divide even in generational. What was a hymn is even the same thing as maybe a song that we yeah. would listen at, at right. depth. I hate it's, to say it, but probably yeah. my generation's got some hymns yeah. now. Like, you know? I mean, and so I love that. And I love, I love you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, that, that's we, like a hymn now. We, when... we sing all of these songs and just because I want to make it look like heaven even in our meetings, right. is that we do it so everyone can get involved. Yeah. Where no culture is lost, that actually culture is kind of like thrown out of the window sometimes, and we pick up the kingdom culture of the heaven. Ooh, I love that. You know, That's that awesome. That we really grab, what's heaven's songs? Right, right. What's heaven's movement look like? Right, right. And I think when we learn to model that and learning to honor and know that, that, that that's what God is doing right. as far as unity is concerned. And, um, you know, one of the things is not to ignore what's happening, even in our nation, you know, sometimes yes. even with the racial divides. But I believe that as we sit down and talk. How do you process that as a leader? Um, do you know, like, do you feel, that, do you feel, it was hard. I know I'm pastors are talking because with, it was, it was, they feel it was, pressure. It was People very, very hard for me. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, even this summer with a lot of things because we were just starting. And you're in the heat of it in we're New York We're in the heat of it too, in New York right. City. And people um, are listening yeah, to what you want to say. As an African-American leader, That's, yeah. you know, over a diverse group, you know, how do we not, you know, address Say something this? that offends or alienates right, exactly. one group against and another. And so what we would say is when you, we come into this room, we're not going to focus on what the media is doing. We yeah. are going to focus on what God's doing. We're going to love each other. We're going to unite. We're not going to ignore what's happening but we're going to be transparent. We're going to have times of 
talking and discussion, and also maybe sometimes put ourselves in each other's shoes. Right, right. As well, so that we can learn how to honor and walk with each other, but how do we stand with each other? This is not the day to fight and, and, and go back and forth and really stand up for each other. If you see an injustice, right. stand up for justice. That's what the Lord you know, right. would require of us is to, to be people of justice and to, to we're brothers and sisters, right. you know, there's no debate. And our justice sometimes doesn't look like God's justice. Exactly. At what we, how so God, we like what is your see. righteous justice? Right, what is your righteous justice? Like? And, and, and also that level of faith. Absolutely. Because God wants us to walk in peace. Absolutely. You know, we, he doesn't want Follow us to be yeah. right. You know, he doesn't want us to, but, um, you know, I, I, I know that it's for those of you that are on, on the forefront, especially in the urban areas, yeah. leading ministries, yeah. um, it's, I'm sure it's very tempting yeah. to have have the fray of the people exactly. and the sound become exactly. your voice. But, yeah. you know, there's a big difference between, for me, yeah. there's a big difference between a man of God and a preacher. Yeah. And a man of God will always yeah. have, or a woman of yeah. God, it's it's to be the voice of God. Yeah. And so Jesus speaks peace in the yeah. storm. And there, you know, there there are things that are so, that are so important. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, I know for me that, um, you know, many of, uh, you know, friends that I have, um, even close friends that, you know, when you experience something, uh, uh, something against you racially, yeah, it can be traumatic, It is, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes, you know, people can say, oh, we'll just get over it. Well, yeah, eventually, you yeah. know, and you can release forgiveness yeah. or whatever, but sometimes there's trauma. Yeah, there is trauma. And so when, so when, when you're traumatized by something, something else, 20 yeah. years later can trigger it. Yeah, because what we're looking what we're looking at, even I know as far as uh, the African-American community is concerned, you're looking at a wound that has not been healed. Right. You know, and so I think we say get over it, get over it, or all these things like that. And so God, um, I, I think that what God wants to do is raise up ministers of reconciliation. Yes, And yes. ministers of healing and right. say, okay, what has happened? How can we go? and see where the root was, where was the seed planted? Right. And let's go back, you know, and, and we, we see it oftentimes in our sphere, you know, where we see, you know, reconciliation. Yes, and, we did, and, right, and, we've and done it. And a lot it. of those. In, yeah, uh, I know uh, William Ford, yeah, I love I mean, William's ministry. What Will ministry. Ford is doing, yeah. JT Thomas, these guys yeah. that are doing all these movies, even IHOP uh, KC, has yeah. a whole conference center around its stand and diversity. And, and we're seeing this. the fruit of it we because, I, I mean, I've seen, I've just seen the whole composition of the movement, even the prayer movement yes, change yes. over the past 10 years that's yeah. been just just been phenomenal. There's a diversity that's happening and yeah. we've got to continue to be um, contenders for unity, contenders right. for honor of every voice, every person, um, all the streams coming together. It comes again back, all of what right. we've been talking about comes back to convergence, comes back to honor, comes back to right. unity, comes back to the heart of the Lord. I mean, at the very core. And we also we we also have to understand how the spiritual forces, Absolutely. the demonic forces, have an agenda for yeah. our nation. Well, the enemy the enemy is scared of unity. He, it was yeah. unity that was in the move of God. It was unity in the Book of Acts. And right. anytime there's unity, the Bible says that He commands a blessing and life forevermore. Yes. And so this disunity is trying to bring a spirit of death and darkness and division. Right. You know, and so And, and know then when you have ungodly mouthpieces yes. that are not spirit led Absolutely. and not filled with the Holy Ghost Absolutely. framing the Absolutely. story Absolutely. and creating the narrative, it Absolutely. becomes, you know, it it takes intercession Absolutely. to break through that because Absolutely. it's spirits. Absolutely. Uh, honestly, Absolutely. that you know want to want to do that. 
Um, and when you think about it, the book of Acts, right? When we read about the book of Acts, mm -hmm. I, just as you were talking, I was thinking about how every tongue. Every tribe. Right, in everybody heard their. Absolutely. Now, wouldn't that be just amazing if it was just all Jewish people from downtown Jerusalem? Exactly. That were, oh, but that it wasn't. A boring move of God. Yeah, <laughs> a boring very boring. We know. I get right. nervous, and I, I've said this many times. I tell our crew, I get nervous when I start seeing one people group in our meetings. Like right. When, I'm like, all right, we've got to do something. We've got to. We got to intentionally shift it up. shake right. this thing up. Right. Right. And so we 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 intentionally engage. I believe even in the the context. I don't know why I'm going this way, but even in the context of leadership, or even I don't know why this is coming up for even it's pastors. Probably that someone want, needs it. Uh, if, if, I feel like there's pastors and leaders that are saying, "God, how can I diversify?" One of the things that happens wow, is that good. your leader, and this is something the Lord spoke to me, is that if your leadership is diverse and multicultural, oh, then on. the fruit of your ministry will then in turn be multicultural, diverse. Yes. And so that is one of the ways that God has even been doing with us. And so that's, I mean, you want to reach everyone and be able to right. And to that And that groups. kind of pivots off, you know, you are, or, you know, you are what you, what you, what you look like. Exactly. And what you present. Exactly. You know, sometimes we talk the talk. Uh-huh. You know, what do our conference platforms yeah. look like? Come on. There's you know, no what, do our, what do our conference? There's all white Ma people, yep. all male, black people, no, male, no female, women. No women. Come on. Right. Come, Guys, no. then, I'm, going, I'm not going to get started. <laughs> and on if that. it is the woman, but, she does the women's meeting. But God you know. is doing something. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into that. But, the, but this is the hour of the woman. I just want to say that this is a phenomenal Amen. time for women to be alive in the voice of the woman. It is. Heard. So that's a whole other subject. It is. Right and my greatest cheerleaders are my brothers. Come on. You know, it really is. It's. Yeah. Really, it's just a wonderful time. I never, I never feel like there's not an opportunity that my father mm. wouldn't open. Tori, it has been just so wonderful. Wow. We we we've been thinking of some other things that we want to do together. Yeah. I hope that this um, broadcast has just um, just blessed you, and um, I'm I hope that you've just been encouraged about what God is doing in New York City, places Thank that you. traditionally you know may have had the you know the mark of the beast on them that they could God could never do anything yeah. there, but God is doing something. Um, in all of our lives in this season. So Tori, will you just, as you have on every broadcast, because I love hearing you pray, <laughs> if you will just, and maybe we could just pray about unity yeah. for everyone, um, just as what the Lord's putting on your heart to just pray for us. Um, look into that camera and pray for our audience. I just want them to, to just feel the touch of the Lord right now. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we just thank you. We thank you for all that you've done and all that you've spoken um, through these segments and during, during this broadcast, Lord. And God, I, I pray um, today that that a release of your love yes, Lord. would just uh, be just uh, unveiled in the earth, Father, that would be just released in such great measures, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you for your unity, Father. And we know that the enemy cannot stand unity yes, and Lord. it doesn't uh, like the oneness, Father. And God, we thank you because you told us in your word that uh, uh, just according to the scripture, that you you and the Father are one. And so, Father, you desire us to be one. And so, Father, I thank you today that you are making us one. And God, you are raising up unity yes, movements and, and ministers of reconciliation and those 
clothes that will carry your love uh, regardless of uh, color, uh, regardless yes, of style, Lord. regardless of denomination, yes, regardless of gender. God, it's all about the love and the unity and the honor. And so, Father, we thank you for that thank being released even upon through this audience. Father, I thank you for raising up voices of unity and love and honor in this hour. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So be it. Um, Tori, what is other than Facebook? Tori is on Facebook. Tori Harper, you, and also uh -huh. in the um, Radiance. Radiance International Ishmael. House of Prayer. You can look us up on Facebook. Uh, is there any? Um, tell them as well. Is there any phone number? Anything yes. that they could find um, out your service absolutely. times, locations? You can actually um, e either email us at Times Square um, with two S's. Um, Times Square Hop at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, remember the two S's in there, okay? Times square, square. <laughs> at, uh, at gmail.com. You can feel free to email us there and we will uh, send out all kind of listening. We're also starting a school of the supernatural oh, um, awesome. through Global uh, Awakening with Randy Clark. Oh, wow. I'm in the city doing a satellite school. So if you have a desire to see the kingdom of God uh, released in the earth, feel free to check us out. Um, it's going to be launched this coming fall. We got a, a lot of equipping. Um, gatherings that are coming up. We're, we're solely awesome. into ministering and partnering in that area to see Amen. Please come. be sure to touch base with his ministry yeah. and visit the, I'm sure you'll come out radiant. <laughs> you'll come out glowing too when Amen. you visit that house of prayer. Well, we love you here at Kathy Bixel Ministries. We invite you to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Make sure you connect with us. We love you. We pray for you here at the ministry. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining us today. And don't forget to tune in for our next broadcast of Beautiful Life. We have got to get re-educated about faith. What really faith is and what faith looks like. It's this thing that it's coming one day in the by and by. New series by Kathy Bixell, Unfiltered. Nothing between you and his glory. It should not matter how wages are lower or whatever or who's in office or whatever it is because you live, you are from another kingdom. It's coming into your personal tabernacle of David. Many places, people are the same all over the world. They have the same needs, the same emotions, the same hurts, the same pains. They need the same Savior. Order your copy today on DVD or digital download at kathybixel.com. You know, we always say, I'm believing. Oh, yeah, I'm believing for this. I said, oh, yeah, I'm believing for this. Oh, what are you believing for? You know what the Lord said to me today? I was standing in front of the mirror trying to make up the barn. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Holy Spirit said to me, how about starting to say, uh, you know what I have? We trust you enjoyed this episode of Beautiful Life and the teaching ministry of Kathy Bixel. For more information about Kathy, her books, downloads, and CDs, please visit BeautifulLifeTV.com. If you are interested in Kathy's teaching schedule, or perhaps you would like her to speak at a church or event near you, please email info at BeautifulLifeTV.com. We would like to thank you for taking the time to join us as we trust that God's blessing will continue to offer you His beautiful life. So long for now.